Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Five Star Man podcast, where we review every single episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and we ask the question, is Dennis a real person, or is he a sex doll? My name is Steve Grande, and I'm joined here with my co-host, Chris Rivas. How's it going? It's good, man. Uh, Today we watched episode one of season two, the first episode with Danny DeVito. It's called Charlie Got Crippled. It feels like a second pilot. It does. It does. And especially with with Frank, I in my head I was like, wow, it only took really one episode for Frank Reynolds to break bad. They all hit their characters <laughs> so perfectly in this episode. You know, if you didn't see season one at all, you're not left in the dust mm-hmm. by any stretch. And not just because the storylines don't like continue on, but because the characters were so strong that I feel like they just boiled them down to their best elements for this episode. Yeah, they got they got fleshed out, man. I mean, with this episode, especially with Dennis, like specifically with his character, he went you, you saw him go through the house, take all of this stuff. He had more stuff than D. And at the end of it, he was just really upset that D got his stuffed his animal and then ripped its head <laughs> off. And that's really the only thing that, you know, he cares about. Yeah. Um, and and <laughs> Charlie. Yeah, Char- you think he's going to take the Marine, the like nice Marine dress blues? And instead <laughs> he goes into a, <laughs> a full out Vietnam. Yeah. It was so perfectly Charlie. And, you know, knowing what we know about him, I would expect nothing less. Yeah. You know, it's so perfect. Uh, They all are. This was such a good episode. I thought everyone trying to one-up each other on being crippled. (laughs) Yeah. It was great. To the point at the end with Frank in the the chair. (laughs) Yep. Uh, It's... It's really... These these are really despicable people. Right. I mean, the homeboy says it up. You know, sums it up perfectly at the very end. What a bunch of assholes. The last line of this of the show, so good, because it's so true. It just it's ex- a pilot. It just explains everybody. Because you're right, it's a redone pilot for the new era of of It's Always Sunny. Um, and they never looked back. Not at all, man. I think, yeah, I think it hits all the right notes just perfectly. Um, I, think, I think Frank... I think there's a little bit more de-evolution to his character that's coming in the next couple episodes. But we sort of see that happen. But not, like, to the full Nightcrawler's toe knife. I mean, that hanging comes, out with that people comes under later. a bridge. That comes later. That comes later. Yeah. Um, I think he's appropriate right now. I oh, think, yeah. I think he's exactly where he, where he should be. Yeah. I mean, Walter White wasn't Heisenberg right out exactly. of the gate. Exactly. Exactly. It took him five episodes. So Frank, you have five episodes <laughs> to become <laughs> to the be- warthog. Yeah, to become the warthog. Um, okay, so what, what were some other things that you liked in this episode before just, we get down to is he a sex doll? I liked everything in this episode. I, there was nothing really that I thought was out of place. Or I mean, there were a couple jokes that didn't quite land, but I mean, there was this great moment of... D rips off the doll's head and then is like, fine, I don't care. And he just turns around and has this moment to the camera. Yeah, it was so well done. Um, I liked 
both of them fighting both uh dennis and mac after they do a race in a wheelchair yep down in the middle of a of a court in a in a mall and then they get up out of the chair and start beating the shit out of each other and then d is standing with the the actual guy who's in Uh the chair and uh (laughs) it's just like that's really disgusting and walks away it's such a fucking cartoonish like yep like handicapped way that she does it like she makes it she she made it so much uh so much more despicable by doing it yeah right it looked very real it was great uh yeah i'll say this in terms of uh like that that just really sets the bar i think to show how despicable these people are is that they're not going to cut any corners. They're going to full on go for the make you think they're crippled. Yeah. Get that sympathy vote. Yeah, they just they just want those free lap dances. Right. And, so and all that other and all the other attention and love. <laughs> so let's talk for a second then about Dennis. Okay. First thing that happens really is that uh, the dad is telling them that their mom is dead. Yes. Right. Well, he, well okay. So him driving thing, the car. I don't think he was driving. Okay. Though. I mean, I think he's a sex doll at that point. <sighs> and they just like the personality is on Dennis. They're not. They're they're in Gollum. Okay. Mode. I'll, for, for you know the what I mean? sake of argument, I'll buy that right now. They're I, in. The, they're in Gollum mode, it, but... not in human mode or whatever. Okay. Self mode. Smeagol mode. Smeagol mode. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, so that all goes down. That's fine. It could be D saying everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was really interesting when we're really seeing how D is coping with this this thing that's this event in her life, and she's coping with it by like taking things. From from her parents' house, from okay. her mom's house, uh, and she also would have assumed that Dennis would have done that, right? Yeah, which is why Dennis is doing it too. And there's a reason that D grabbed the 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 elephant, the stuffed elephant, and not Dennis. Mm-hmm. You know, and like how mean it was to herself to like break this this vase. When she's figuring it out between herself of like sure. who gets what, yeah, how mean like you really man her self committing is so bad yeah that she would break her own thing because she thinks that's what her brother would have done yeah that is horrible. I think the more horrible thing is is the twisting off of the head of the stuffed animal uh-huh. because if D is throwing that vase on the floor and shattering it, right? Then I just imagined, like, when that happened, like, there's a little D hanging out with this (laughs) doll that's her brother, and, like, she's playing with her stuffed animal, looks over, and she's like, oh, I got this, I think it was an elephant, I got this elephant for you. And they're playing with it, and now, like, to commit to this part, which Uh I think is a little far-fetched, she not only breaks one of her things, but then takes, like, the emotional thing, (laughs) like, that moment, like, real talk. Well, well, she never cared about the elephant 
but the doll was always holding I, it. I'm just saying, as that's true. As a the doll never held it at at any point. Well, no, the doll would have like sat there, and she would have just like set the elephant oh. in its lap. Oh yeah, oh yeah. In in this scenario, yeah, yeah. I, I meant in physically in the episode. But as someone that has a sister, I rem- this is a big thing in our family. My when my sister came home, I gave her one of my stuffed animals. I was like two years old. I don't remember yeah. this shit at all. Right? So, in that moment, I was thinking, like, what if I took the stuffed animal I gave her, ripped the head off? Like, I, I don't think I'd be able to do it. And I, that's where I fall into with this episode of not really buying that he's a sex doll. Because one of the physical things, but more important of, of like driving the car and getting in two wrecks in the short amount of time, but like the emotional parts of it, like this, uh, this is a few, one of a few episodes where Dennis, you actually kind of like really see behind the shield of Dennis, you know, sure, with, sure. with the way he felt about that doll and then him getting drunk and complaining about it. And... Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'll say this. Uh, I agree with everything you're saying, but also when they're in the mall, the one time where you're like, I was looking careful to be like, does he interact with any patrons in the mall? Mm -hmm. He doesn't. He only sort of talks to the other guy in the wheelchair that rolls up on them. And I like to imagine that it's just Mac in a wheelchair, also wheeling next to him, another wheelchair with a dummy in it. 100%. And he goes up and at first, you know, from far away, the guy's like, oh, it's just a couple of people in wheelchairs. And then as he gets closer, he realizes it's some weirdo with a doll next to him. And, and the first words out of his mouth are, I have polio. Yes. So does he. <laughs> That's right. Because Dennis didn't get a chance to say it. That no. That is a huge factor. Like, <laughs> like I have been adding and deducting points throughout sure. this conversation and throughout watching the episode. Like, this is a tough one, I think. This one, like, yeah, he was never in the car alone. He mm-hmm. never talked to anybody else, like, outside of the group. Yeah. Um, I mean, sure, he interacted with people at the mall, like, chasing and stuff. But uh, the, uh, the, the other part of that is, is that, like, usually when they pair up, at the beginning of an episode, they stay there the rest of the time. It was like Dennis broke off uh-huh. from D and started hanging out with Mac, and Mac broke off from them, uh-huh. I mean, from uh, Charlie and uh, and Frank and Frank. So that that kind of is like, well, I believe that D would do this, and sure, to an extent, I believe Mac would, but like <laughs> just bringing him around. It, like, first, D is stealing all this stuff from the house, and then Mac is rolling him around at a mall in yeah. public. Like, yeah. that that's a little that's a little far-fetched to me. Um, I don't think so. I think they don't, they don't, they don't have, they're not self-conscious about it at all. They, sure. They think he's real. I, I okay, so throughout this whole thing, this whole podcast that we're doing, I'm trying to balance, like, the feasibility of doing these physical things you know it with with someone else taking that spot of actual dennis right right to um <laughs> to like the the way that people interact with him and stuff like that 
And I I kind of feel like with this one, like the balance is a little off just because of how many physical things he had to do. Like and and the specific like conflict between he, him and D and then Mac and him going around the mall trying to pick up chicks and then fighting in the middle of it. Like, I don't know. For me, this he's only getting two stars on this one. I feel like it's something Mac would do is he knows that Dee's going through something and that she's like dividing things up between her and her doll. Uh, but, you know, Dennis, right? He doesn't think of it as a doll, but he's like, yo, I could score more if I have Dennis with me. Everybody loves Dennis. Let me go get Dennis from D to come with me on this adventure to the mall. And then throughout the course of it, then they start fighting and <laughs> he loses a race to a doll <laughs> and then gets out and starts wrestling with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I don't know. I think. Uh, yeah. I think that you said two stars. I said two stars. Yeah. And, and mainly because at the end they were like, you know, they made a comment that like he crashed the car. Right. And well, that could have been anybody, though. Sure, but like how, like, um, well, no. Here's, with this here's, theory, here's, here's I just don't I want it. the bag to be open, and we keep pulling out excuses because no, we can no, no, we no. could make up. Oh, I can make uh, up an excuse every time. Yeah. Here's what I'm gonna say. All right. Here's what I'm gonna say. Is they're at the bar getting drunk, and Mac is like, "Oh, I'm drunk. I can't drive. I'll have Dennis drive." <laughs> He puts the doll in the front seat and just goes. <laughs> just he just affixes his foot to the yeah. to the pedal. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. And uh Or or he's like, I can't drive, but Dennis will. So he like assume, he like tries to pretend that he's sober enough to drive and then he ends up passing out. Sure. Yeah. No, I <sighs> I just love oh. the imagery of a doll sitting in the front seat of a car that runs over this group of people. He just puts its foot on the gas and uh-huh. is steering the wheel. Right. And um, we never we're ne- you know, we're never going to hear anything from them again, right? Like this we don't there's no case. No no charges are pressed. No nothing yes. else happens. <laughs> he had a DUI for Nothing sure. else happens that we see based on based on those events. So I think it's kind of perfect. Uh yeah, we come back for the next episode. No one's hurt, right? right? Yeah, of course. It's TV. Uh, I'm going to say two stars. I'm going to say two stars. Jumping on the bandwagon? Yeah, I mean, he felt very real, but I mean, I'm, I'm going to reserve my one star for if he's absolutely positively oh, yeah. not a sex doll. And I think there's enough doubt here that I can call him a two star man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There, there was nothing about this episode that said he wasn't right. But I, I agree. I highly doubt that he was a sex doll this episode with all the things he had to do, the emotional breakdown that he had, yeah, and then <laughs> physically hurting two people with his car. I just can't wait to see more interactions with Frank. Yeah, Frank is such a gem. It's refreshing. It's the and missing piece. Yeah, to all of this, like. Absolutely. Well, that's saying, you know, they were missing their muscle. <laughs> they needed their muscle. They needed their muscle. That's coming up soon, too, right? It must be. Yeah, I think yeah. so. All right. Well, I think that just about does it 
for the podcast this this episode. Uh, we're both sticking that he's a he's a two star man in this one. Um, be sure to leave us a like and a review or subscribe or whatever <laughs> whatever people do. Uh, I feel like it's pretty pretty obligatory that people have to say this at the end of podcasts. Nah, I don't but, say that shit. But but for real, please help us out. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chris, you got anything else? Nah, man. All right. Well, I think it's about time that we have ourselves some tasty treats. Cue Steve Winwood. <laughs> <laughs>